0: Big heads, Dreaming about a premiership car. We love our clubs But they never win Two flags in 100 years That shit house <laughs> Charlie, the Bulldogs have got two flags now That was two years ago, mate, get over it
1: If you think we'll be insightful
0: forever or just be well researched we're here to say that's not the case. We'll just go out and wing it. We are Two Guys, One Cup. It is Wednesday, the 11th of July. Welcome to Two Guys, One Cup, an AFL podcast. My name is Charlie Clawson. Yes, you're listening correctly. My name is Charlie Clawson. Will uh, is on holiday, so I am doing the intro for the show. Uh, and sitting in, taking Will's place, is a very good friend of the show, one half of Junk Time and AFL Pod. Adam Rosenbach. Hello, Adam.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's good. You should have him <laughs> on. You should have Adam on when you might come up to town, or you can do
0: it via Skype. We can. We'll have a three-way podcast with one person on Skype.
1: Uh, yeah, that'd be handy. Yeah have you, uh, have you worked out technology? Should I
0: introduce you? It's Michael Chamberlain. in, case yeah, anyone, sure. in the sure. Have you worked out
1: technology to do three people at the same time? Because uh, Adam and I do ours. I'm in Sydney. He's in Melbourne, and we haven't worked out the technology. of have been able to have a, a third trainers. person join us.
0: Well, I mean, it's just the same as adding a third person to a Skype call, right?
1: Oh yeah, I suppose it would be. Yeah, yeah,
0: and then they just record it there and send yeah. the files. Oh,
1: okay, cool. Okay, there you go, problem solved. There mate. we go, done, <laughs> done. Well, I want to work out a treat.
0: Yeah, AFL and technical chat on this show. Um, it's good to have you here, Michael. First time I've talked football with you in a podcast. Uh, in a podcast setting.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at my phone because I want to order dinner, but uh, that's okay. I'll t- I'll keep t- keep go- talking, Charlie. That'd be fine.
0: That's all right. That's all right. Well, I was interested to, um, uh, our podcast has taken a, a, a kind of sour turn this year. Will and I have grown less and less enthused to talk about football, uh, mirroring the Saints and the Dogs, terrible season. Oh,
1: yeah, you lose interest. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so I'm interested to get the perspective of a Hawthorne supporter. So, first of all, you've got the embarrassment of riches of Mm -hmm. how successful your club's been, but also you're having a bit of a mid-table season. So, Mm -hmm. how has your interest been in football this year and how do those two factors...
1: Um, I have been flat chat, but I always try and make make time to watch Hawthorne, yes. I also had the burden of the burden of our <laughs> the, uh, burden. the Fox, uh,
0: Fox footy, my team losing more than the the four fo- games a year the Fox
1: footy been broken and so uh, I, yeah, was, yeah. I had to log into a friend's account and I only worked out that he could do that and so he gave me, me his account and so I was watching I've been watching you know from about probably round f- six or so yeah. uh, instead of having to kind of wander down to the local local watering holes to go and watch them Yeah, uh, and also the uh, in it's Sydney, hard too in Sydney to in find city, yeah it's it's maybe not on the ma- main channel most likely not on the main channel mm-hmm. um and if you don't have a digital thing, and yeah, oh, life is hard in this modern technology world, Charles.
0: Yeah, when you call a pub and say, "Have you got the football on?" and they mm. say, "Yes," and then you turn up and it's league, it's like, oh god, damn it! Yeah, it's okay. not what I meant.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And it's it's not common, it's not common to just wander in a pub and they're playing the AFL.
0: No, not in so- well. I think when you live here long enough, you start to know, like the Alexandra Hotel, which ones to hit up. Yeah, is that yeah, still around? No,
1: because that was a really good one. That had the big screen. That was, was owned S-Town by
0: night. a former. Sydney Swan, I believe. Nick Foster Maybe
1: uh, I think it might have been a Ruckman, um, but I went. I lived right near there, like a five right. ten minute walk away. So I would go there regularly.
0: Yeah. Now that pub closed down, but I think they saved it. It was part of that whole uh, development push that was happening in Sydney, with they were taking famous venues and then turning them into apartment buildings. One of those
1: older, old fashioned pubs, wasn't it? Beer
0: garden. Hmm. It's really chicken, nice. Chicken schnitty. It'd be the kind
1: of place to be going off tonight for the uh, state of origin. Yes.
0: Yeah, it was a great place. It was. I worked near there as well and, and we often had functions after work there. But if you're a Victorian or a football fan... Oh, that's
1: right. Home and I was right next door. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Home,
0: did you call it Home Alone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's my sh- I'll call that show what I want to call it, Charlie. <laughs> all,
0: right. all right. I'm not telling you. I'm not going to tell you what to say. Uh, yeah, so that was that was one of the good ones. And then... The Beach Road in Bondi, just because it's so big, they have like 30 televisions. But the issue with that one, I've found, is if you go there and you ask for them to put AFL on and then someone comes up 15 minutes later and asks them to switch to a league game, huh. they'll switch it to a league game. Like, <laughs> it, it takes a
1: pineapple up to the barman <laughs> yeah. and say, here you go, put it back on the footy, mate.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a very famous clip. I think it was like round two... Round one or round two, where Melbourne lost Geelong this year, that kick after the siren that Maxi Gorn missed, mm-hmm. yep. and there was a video of that Melbourne supporter, I think he's Tom Morris or one of the Fox Footy guys, who was a. At- had the anxiety attack. That was shot at the Beach Road Hotel. Oh, cool. Yeah, great. So So, Oh, evidence. great. He had,
1: he had an anxiety attack. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> what do you mean that? Uh, and what's the other one? Is it the, the brigade or something on Oxford Street? Oh, the light brigade, yes. Light brigade. That's oh, a good that's, one as well. Oh,
0: yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. I think that, I think all those pubs too, they have a Sydney Swans Alliance. Yep. Because yep, the sure. light brigade is near the SCG. Yeah. So, it's a pre and post pub. Uh-huh.
1: And there seems to be one in the Cross as well. Oh, uh, yeah. The heavy, the um, Kings Cross Sydney Hotel. Presence. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Kings Cross Hotel.
0: Yeah, that's funny because, you know, I wouldn't have thought of it until you've mentioned all those places, but I have watched football and every single well, one I of those Well, I haven't
1: watched it at the Kings Cross before, but I have watched it at the Brigade and Alexander. And so I suppose it's the kind of thing where I have searched them out when I've yeah. been out and about. Um, I went to the Brigade, Light Brigade, you call Light it? Light Brigade. Yeah. Um, this like five, six years ago now. Bloody
0: eyes, Aussie, Aussie fighting force, mate. Get it right. And my
1: friend and my friend uh going to go and watch Hawthorne Collingwood. My friend said, Hey, can I bring my mate Rob? And I was like, Yeah, sure. No, it's fine. Get there. It's Millsy. It's oh, Rob Mills. Oh, Rob Mills. Yeah. Australian,
0: Australian Idols Rob Mills. Hawthorne fan.
1: And I, I said to my friend later, I said, Mate, that's not Rob. <laughs> no, that's fucking Millsy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say Rob. You say, Can I bring Millsy? And I'll say, Oh, you can, my friend.
0: I played in a charity uh, football game with Rob Mills at the SCG mm-hmm. for uh, a Red Kite. He's quite a handy footballer. Oh, really? Yeah, he's quite. He's got. He's a he's a rangy wingman. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit of pace. Like you'd play, you'd pay him off a halfback flank. He, good distributor. He's oh, okay. A, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Sure. Good skills, bit of pace. What do you think? He ba- Brendan Goddard esque.
1: I think he's back on neighbours now. I think, yeah. or maybe for a stint. Yeah, and he. oh, I believe he was a teacher who was about to have an affair with a a yeah lady who may not be of legal age. And so was like, really? Yeah, They're doing was, that story It's a pretty hot topic, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They did
0: that one because I played a teacher on, on Home and Away mm-hmm. and they did that storyline, mm-hmm. but I refused. Yeah. I refused. <laughs> I said, thank you. I don't want it. Good day to you, man. Good well, day. You, in,
1: in the, in the storyline.
0: Yeah, what? and then she accused me of rape. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. And how would you get out of it? Uh, killed it. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Destroyed the evidence. Charles. No, um, I, I think I was exonerated by another student um, getting her to confess onto an iPhone.
1: Oh, perfect. Oh, I had to
0: plan. Yeah. 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 Welcome to Do Guys One Cup, a home and away catch up podcast. Yeah. Did you ever go to court on the show? Yeah, I got arrested. I went to jail twice. I got stabbed in jail. Did you? Did yeah. you really? Yeah. In the clink. Yeah, I was in the clink.
1: Did you? And did you get your teaching job back after the first stint in jail?
0: Well, the thing is, I got a teaching job despite the fact that I entered the show with a record.
1: I find that interesting. I don't know. Can you be a teacher with a record? No way. Hmm. No Because oh, you need know, no a working with children way. check if you got a conviction. Right.
0: That's right. Yeah. I'd done, like, before, when my character turned up in Summer Bay, he'd done uh, six months for dealing weed.
1: And, oh, <laughs> okay. And, her, and, So, was that brought up? That was the kind of thing? Yeah. You'd just come out and you're like, well, look, I'll learn a lot. No, no, no.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't. The way the character was introduced is I was working in the prison system. And so when I teaching in, in the
1: prison system, yes, yes, so oh, you're like kind prison. prison Your Tim Robbins in Shawshank Redemption, yes, prison education. That, if people complain, that links to football because that is go. every footballer's a favorite, favorite film. film. Yeah, that and Rocky. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe Brian Lake currently in a Japanese prison has a Rita Hayworth poster on the wall.
0: Yeah, now tell me, do you have any inside running on? Uh, no, uh, I don't know anything. Norm Smith medalist Hawthorne, favourite son. Well, seems to be a. I sp- mean, is this one of those things where it's like a Russell Crowe? Belongs to New Zealand type kind of situation where you're uh-huh. like, no, nah, he's a bulldogs player.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, Osaka, am I right? He was there, and there was some kind of scuffle in an international. Well, well I think after,
0: after probably in the. The thing about the this story that I've noticed is that they've slowly like released more and more details. It's like the world. It's
1: our Australian version of the uh, the the. Uh, cave boys. Yeah, exactly. I well, we don't know what's going on. We got like, where's Brian for a few, few hours, few days, and then th- okay, we find out more. It's
0: more like it's more like a marketing. Elon campaign.
1: Musk is sending in a mini submarine right now to <laughs> rescue Brian, like- Brian. Hashtag bring back
0: Brian. Bring back Brian. That'd be a wide, bloody submarine. But the way the story first broke was Premiership star involved in hot water in Japan. You didn't know the name, yeah? XAFL, and then it beca- and then it was like X Hawthorne player name and then it was a Brian Lake it's like why are they slowly like feeding it, like building anticipation it's
1: a good question because I remember one of the first articles said that his management were aware of it I believe his management were actually there I believe Ricky Olorentio was there and I think the function where maybe the scuffle had happened was uh, like a sportsman's night yeah probably post the tournament yeah and then I think they went their separate ways and then they only found out like the next day that something had happened to Brian
0: hypothetical hmm you have to go on a footy trip with either Brian Lake or Campbell Brown. <laughs> Who's your travel buddy?
1: I think Brian. Brian, I don't think Well, he's had a scuffle, but I don't think he'd be.
0: He's not going to punch you in the head. Not like, mean spirited. Yeah. Hmm. Like you get the feeling Campbell Brown would turn on you as quickly as he'd turn on a cab driver in a foreign country, right? Yeah.
1: I've had minimal contact with Brian, but he just seemed
0: like a big kid. Really? I always had the feeling that he was like a serial killer. Like I had the feeling he's just got those crazy eyes. Like I just, I got this sense. Like when he was a player, too. Like he had that kind of niggly. Matthew Scarlett had the same kind of personality. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Matthew Scarlett's
1: pretty much dead, dead,
0: dead in the everything though. Have you seen old,
1: him talk? No. In the, he, he's not Mister Personality, am I must say? Right. Because like,
0: while he's talking to you, he's he's calculating how long it would take to skin you, and yeah, turn you, for you into sure. a lamb.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. No, I actually talked to a friend the other day, and we we're talking about a player who I think went to court maybe two decades ago for punching someone for looking at his, uh, the idea. is He was in the pub and someone was looking at him funny. So obviously what you do, you try to attack that person. <laughs> and my friend said, he said he was uh, at a pub with the same bloke like years later, like, you know, 15 years later, um, but had been, I think, grew up in the same area yeah. as that guy. And yeah. so my friend was looking at him, kind of – Do we recognise each other? Do we still know each other? Yeah. And he said... He threw a punch. No, he said, I got the stare. And the guy said, what are you looking at? And he's like, no, we kind of know each other. Like, you know, we caught the bus together or something. And it was okay. But he said for a moment, he was like, yeah, I got the look. (laughs) I got the look.
0: (laughs) We used to go to... We went to the same high school. And the guy uh, we went to school with played uh, for Collingwood and the Sydney Swans. Hmm. And I remember him telling me when he was drafted by Collingwood, one of the older, like the player-manager coaches, whatever they call it, like player-development coaches or player- yeah, mate, whatever. Yeah. Uh, took him <laughs> aside and said, I'm going to teach you some pub self-defense. Oh, yeah. And yeah, taught yeah. him a few techniques, like if a dude comes up to you and mm-hmm. he's like rabbiting on about, yeah, you play for Collingwood or whatever- Just start pretending you're scratching your cheek or your chin so your fist is closer to punch him in the face. Isn't that
1: interesting? Yeah, Yeah. I I got a friend of the media profile and he said, uh, a player came up to him and said, you know, in pubs and the like, how do you deal with people wanting to fight you? Mm. And he said, no one's ever tried to do that in, in my life. And he thought, oh, wow, like this guy actually has a consideration that, Someone might try to jump me. I suppose if you're the biggest person in the room, there's some yeah. idiot going. I can take. And them. you're a footballer, and maybe someone that from from a club. They go, they're that dumb that they think. Yeah. They, you know, or, oh, I hate them.
0: Or if you play for an Adla- one of the two Adelaide teams, chances are it's the other Adelaide team's going to jump you in the. Car park of the Rams game,
1: or if you actually just kind of uh, thinking of your own club, you play in the grand final and you see someone you know walking down the street during the week, and you're like, <laughs> "Well, I could, I could take him out."
0: Got to ton- <laughs> Tonya harding this.
1: <laughs> okay, they clink for six months, but that's all right.
0: Still come back, be a teacher, be alright be fine. So, what's the story about getting Brian Leck like, back? Is he going to like uh, they're going to extradite? Him? Well, they talk about it. Is it going getting... to be like Hannibal Lecter, where they bring him back strapped to a gurney? I think he's
1: pretty much our Pell Really, yeah. it's, it's our Lakey. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's our Lakey. I think that's the kind of scenario. Yeah, so uh, Brian's over there, um, and there's something they can hold you. I think for twenty-three days and the like. I'm, I'm mm. half remembering remembering this stuff, but also they, I think they wanted to get him into mediation with the
0: person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is something about it that just screams like ugly Aussie tourist, isn't there? Like, oh yeah, for we, sure. Especially when you hear about something like this happening in a country that has like you know a, a very polite culture like Japan or something, you could understand. Doesn't really gel with footy trip.
1: No, you're right. Everybody talks about how safe and how friendly it is and the like over there. Is you know no rubbish. And heck, we see in the World Cup the Japanese team is cleaning up its own rooms yeah. and leaving the thank you note. Yeah,
0: so Ken Hinkley would love that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that is like all from the top all the way down to the boot starter putting in for that one. Um, but the uh, the idea that uh, uh, I think if you kind of threw a punch in uh, Japan, that would be noticeable. And, and also, he's just come off. I think about two months of doing Survivor.
0: What do you mean? Celebrity Survivor. Yeah, Australian
1: version of Survivor where I think they have athletes up against
0: normies. I was wondering why because they posted a photo of him in his Japanese Football League kit Yep. He looked quite fit. Yeah. Gotcha. I was like, oh, he's not looking... Oh, trimmed down. Yeah, yeah. Because there is always that blowout that most AFL players get within two years of retiring. They just like puff up a bit, but he was looking pretty trim.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a stroke with the beep test that I work on and uh, on Fox Footy. I'm going to plug it as many times as I can because it comes back. Oh, I'll
0: plug it a bit more. It's Come- not... It's not, You don't just work on it. This is your baby, right? Came
1: back, it's coming back on Sunday. And uh, so I think about episode six or so. Oh my God, first... Brian Lake
0: is on your show.
1: Dude, he... He got it. Someone got a call about after episode six, like ah, oh, going overseas. Uh, see ya, because <laughs> he couldn't tell anyone, and he might have told the big wigs. You know, I don't know if I'm meant to find out, but it's like oh yeah, by the way, uh, we just don't have him for the rest of it, so we just got Lawrence Mooney. Yeah, um, right. And uh, yeah, maybe Brian oh. can be a very special guest. <laughs> tell us
0: a <the> story, Brian. <laughs> so you didn't obviously you didn't contract him for the whole season.
1: I don't really know what the go is big because he, he would have gone off. Should and, have signed him to five years. Well, I feel like we could have saved him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but i i suppose maybe a, a deal with fox you, because he'd be commentating or doing boundary work i think mm. and so do you just maybe you can wander off for a bit maybe it's a part-time thing like yeah. he does have another job yeah a full-time
0: job i believe so back to hawthorne back to your what has your year been it's
1: been kind of half and half every now and then we we kind of take one step and then one step back again. You
0: haven't really Broken taken about even the backwards step. You sort of dropped off like last year. You really plummeted. To oh yeah, for sure. For and sure. now you've sort of come back to a mid level.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. If we could happy to just, if we could sneak into the bottom half of the eight, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, like it's been what a year in the wilderness. I know, for you guys? but that's <laughs> the
1: thing though. If you can just sneak in, I'm not going. We're going to make you know. I talked to some friends and they're like, yeah, mate, I'm still top four, and which you know is a possibility by the fact that. The teams Ma- are so that close. That think of mathematics, yeah. yeah. But also, I think at the same time, I think we play the next four teams, we play below us. And so yeah. if we can win them, then I think we're 13 wins. So I think you're pretty, pretty certain of making finals then.
0: Well, Hawthorne play, we talk about a lot on this podcast. Not saying we're going to,
1: okay? <laughs> <Make a bit laughs> do yeah, yeah, I remember we made a joke on our pod last year. I said we we're going to beat Gold Coast by 20 goals. And then we lost by about 80 points. <laughs> and uh, people took uh, people just sending us uh, tweets of... Um, uh, egg, egg on your face. <laughs> what it was, it was? All these tweets is eggs on on pans and stuff, and or you know faces. faces and
0: eggs. Hang on, how do you? Did the, were they specifically finding photos of eggs on face, or did you have to do the math where it was like here's an egg? It was a bit of a combination, a but there was,
1: there was definitely an implication that there was egg on my face. But I think we recorded it like three hours before or something. So I was like, yeah, whatever, twenty goals. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't think it.
0: But there's a player, uh, a Hawthorne player that Will and I are quite fascinated by, uh, is uh, Isaac Smith. Oh, yeah. He's so dashing, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, And yeah. he's really had a good year. Yeah, Like, yeah. the way he plays football, like, I call him D'Artagnan, because he looks like he could be a musketeer, don't you think? With that little beard he's got and that hair and his style of play. Yeah, and he grow a little moe every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah he likes yeah. a little mo. Yeah,
1: a little fluffy moe, yeah. I mean,
0: I think, was it, was it last year or the year before? Was last year the year that he had that shot? Or the year before, we had the shot after the siren. In the final, yeah. In the final. Was, uh, we gave, we gave, little gave a wink, little wink yeah. and he missed. Yeah, you could have fucking concentrated more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was at that the game. The same on your Moai, Zach. I was such a dummy. I was at that game. And so it was very tight. And so I thought, I didn't realize, I think we ended up being three points down. And so, because uh, I'm an idiot, I thought that we were one point down. Mm. So when Smith marked it, I thought, okay.
0: Worst case scenario, draw. Draw.
1: And we go to extra, extra
0: time. And so then, he kicked it. So you put your cheese platter and your red wine away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you headed back to the MCC members bar. Yeah.
1: So I tapped out my cigar and I said, <laughs> "Yeah, well, Barton, please stop explaining the game for me <laughs> for at least for five minutes."
0: Could you refill my crystal, please? Yes.
1: Yes. Um, I yeah yeah. I then he kicked it and the crowd cheered. And for some reason, I thought they were Hawthorne fans cheering. So I've gone. He kicked it. I put my fist up in the air and the bloke. And then I. St- and then I saw a Geelong player celebrating. Mm. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. And this all happened in about two seconds. And then I was the idiot who kind of put their fists up going, yeah. And then the bloke next to me, like, he missed it, mate. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm that doofus.
0: Well, I did that in the uh, 2010 grand final when uh, Brendan Goddard took that screamer to, to put us up. I thought there was about two minutes to go because that's what I've been told. And then I was turning around to the Collingwood cheer squad. and I was like, fuck you guys, oh, fuck dude. you. Well, they would give me shit all day and then my friend is tugging on my jumper and he's like, six minutes to go, <laughs> six minutes to go. Oh, that was the longest six minutes of my life.
1: There were two women who jumped up in front of me at that draw who backed for Collingwood because they thought on the siren because they thought they'd won. Yeah, right. So that would have been a quick, uh,
0: a long way down. I don't wish that on anyone. Like, no one should have to go to a draw and certainly no one should have to go to a replay in which you lose to Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> but Lionel Richie was really fun. <laughs> yeah, he was great. It was a he, lovely day. He was great. He was dancing on the ceiling. He, was. Uh, he should actually, have been singing at Eddie. Had really.
1: It was kind of interesting seeing a guy play a, play a stadium like that and actually, in a way, make that stadium intimate. And I mean, there probably weren't there weren't a hundred thousand people there when he was playing. Probably are know, sixty maybe. So, but uh, the way he kind of actually got the crowd involved and so they all sung along.
0: How many grand finals have you been to? Not just wins, but like in total. I'm going to be an arsehole. <laughs> you are going. Uh, everyone since
1: '83
0: oh my god all right can you rank your top three musical acts in that in that
1: top three he would have to be up there really yeah he'd have to be up there for oh my that. god i usually go what does that say about I, the usu- state of it today, I usually though. head away though when the music is on by the fact that you can't talk to anyone and you yeah. can't hear your radio yeah um and so you kind of I just drift away to talk to people or focus on the game focus on the task at hand just go through some last minute preparation <laughs> yeah right uh let me think probably Daryl Summers 1987. Uh What did Daryl do in 87? Sing the anthem. Did could he really have, Could have been champions performed in 87 as well?
0: Uh oh, did they have an RHG? I
1: think they came out at half time. I think they did half time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh let me think. Fancy did 89. Uh newton newton John did 86. She was she came out. She was bopping and weaving. Yeah. Um the modern ones I don't think I watched the uh Killers, Killers last year. No. Um,
0: well I mean it doesn't matter how good they were. I mean, they were were shown up by Jack afterwards. Yeah, it was afterwards that made them famous. I mean, I guess we should talk about some actual football. Uh, Did you see much on the weekend?
1: Uh, I saw the Hawthorne game. I watched the first half down at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Yeah. And then... um, What was
0: going on with James Sicily? I mean, is he just a dickhead?
1: I mean, I love him, but if, if I get why people don't like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's a rat bag. Yeah. He's not a rascal. He's a rat bag. And, uh, but yeah, he's annoying and niggly, and he's the kind of guy who's on your team, and you go, that's awesome. Because you want people to do that, too. But if I had a team of him, I'd be happy.
0: Would you really, though?
1: And then, <laughs> if I had a team of people who look like him with the blonde hair, yeah. you feel like you feel like it's the start of a rally of some type. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't get him a tiki torch. Yeah, he's like,
1: you feel <laughs> yeah. like shit's gonna go down.
0: <laughs> I'd like, I'd like him and Tom Bug to play on each other and just end up putting each other in hospital. That's my dream lineup.
1: He has a little bit of the Clayton Oliver about him.
0: Yeah, Clayton Oliver a is a cheeky. bit more playful. I think. I think yeah, James, James yeah. Sicily is like if you took Tom Bug and combined him with Brendan Goddard, you mm-hmm. get James Sicily.
1: Yeah, um, Oliver maybe still a bit too early in his
0: career, and, maybe and he's doesn't have goofy. the size
1: to throw his wife around yet.
0: But I think he's a kid. Like I mean, Clay- dude,
1: he is. He was he was on the beep test, and I met him, and I was like, "You're a You're like, oh, like nineteen. You look- could tell." And he was like, "Like we met, we referenced Jack the Ripper on the show because uh, who was it? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Alex Rance talked about uh, on the, on the couch talked about whether you know about the Richmond culture they'd be strong enough to take in yeah. um, Jack the Ripper and make him you know." not do that <laughs> 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 uh, which would be a big call I mean if you're talking about becoming a teacher after doing Time for Weed I mean imagine if Richmond recruited Jack the Ripper like that no mate some people
0: just make mistakes <laughs> <laughs> and some people slaughter prostitutes um,
1: and then uh, he said Jack the Ripper and so we talked about it for three minutes on the show or whatever and then, um, and then Clayton Oliver was like um, I'm, I'm trying to work out who Jack the Ripper is really yeah he didn't know he um, was
0: that may not have anything to do with his age <laughs> And more to do with if he's read a book.
1: Well, yeah, he wanted to talk a bit more about playing Fortnite.
0: Right, right. He looks like a baby. He kind of looks like, you know, those horror films, Child's Play, Chucky? Oh,
1: yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. one of
0: those come to life. Mm. If you put one of those, one of those came to life and, and was a pretty good on-baller. Uh,
1: but obviously a great player because he, um, um, he won the BNF in like second year.
0: Yeah, see, Melbourne, I don't know what's going on on junk time, but Melbourne we decided at the start of the season was going to be our... They're going to be our your luck of the week. No, our whipping boy team. Like, uh-huh. uh, uh We made a lot of fun of Richmond last year, and we really delighted in all the Richmondy. We even coined a phrase that entered the lexicon: Richmondy. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, but obviously, that uh, Richmondy is dead and buried, and mm-hmm. so we had to find a new team. So disappointing became the focus of this year. Awesome. And Will, in particular, and he can't even explain why, but I agree with him. Has taken great delight. In Melbourne, just not been able to get it together, like
1: the little train that could. Yeah,
0: but they can't. I mm-hmm. mean, and that's the thing. And we 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 tried to put our finger on it. And I don't know, I'd like to get your take on this, but
1: mm, yeah, I'm looking at now. The
0: thing is, individu- in, individually, there's a bunch of players in that team mm-hmm. that you like. I mean, they have probably the most likable player yep. going around in Maxi Gorn, mm-hmm. and Jesse Hogan seems all right, and Clayton yeah. Oliver, I don't mind. Yep. But on the field, well, they have the most unlikable player in Tom Bug Mm -hmm. Even in case you can't tell, I've got a real. You really do, yeah. I've got a a real bear my bonnet about Tom Buck. Yeah, (laughs) well, you know what it was when he played for when he played for GWS. He bumped Nick Revolt over the boundary line when Nick Revolt wasn't looking and really hurt him. Mm -hmm. And I, from that point on, I was like, he's a dog. That bug,
1: yeah, bug. Uh, I know you were some kind of animal.
0: Well, I believe uh, my friend Nick, uh, who was at the game with me, yelled out, and to this day, I still tease him about it. You should get squashed, Bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It wasn't. It really wasn't.
1: I'm going to... I'd like to be the coach. No, i I like to think your your friend Nick gave Bug a spray. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, they have so many likeable players and, 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 and good players too, like talented. But mm-hmm. there's just something... I think it's... I mean... I thought it was just us, but then it did seem to enter the wider media commentary as well. That they're drinking their own bathwater. They
1: talk stuff. about that three or four times this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think also and then too, people
1: had to come out and go, "No, we're not. We're not drinking our bathwater." Oh, That's no,
0: crazy. But it was weird <laughs> because GWS sort of occupied that space last year as mm-hmm. well, and I think that they ate a bit of humble pie this year, mm-hmm. and so someone had to be the way we. Or the analogy we use is the Cobra Kai. Someone has to be the Cobra Kai. The cocky, strutting, bad guys who dressed in black. And so, it just became Melbourne for us. But I've really enjoyed every loss that they've had this year. Mm -hmm. Particularly the ones where they should win.
1: On a big occasion. On a big occasion. On the big stage, Charles. Yeah. Some might say.
0: I mean, I was kind of hoping they were going to lose to Frio on the weekend. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. But the thing is, having said that, we beat them last week. And I thought I was going to really enjoy that. But then when I went online and started reading tweets and stuff from Melbourne pl- supporters, I felt bad. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, sure, Because sure. there
0: was no kind of like outrage or blaming the umpires or, you know, denial. It was just this sad acceptance. Like this kind of, we've been down this road. Why did I buy into it again? I'm going to burn my membership. This is what always happens to us. Like mm-hmm. this fatalistic depressive kind of response. And I'm like, this is not fun.
1: I can absolutely see why uh, a, Lever, a player like Lever would jump off um, social media. Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated by what players... He jumped
0: off was he bullied off social media.
1: Essentially, yeah. He said, really? It anymore. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have done it, but... <laughs> Think He's in
0: the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening.
1: Uh, but, yeah, the, I wonder how many messages they get after a game. I wonder – I mean, Trav Cloak talked about getting the messages and it really affected him. Um, but I wonder, like, yeah, but, a, I say mean, a top team if they do I mean, you are
0: a guy who would and do a segment bag. about <laughs> – Travis Clerk every week on his podcast
1: but also, it's not like he listened to it it's not like he sorted out how
0: do you know he but could um, single tear rolling down his face but
1: we were we were celebrating Trav. hashtag
0: tears we hashtag were, junk time hashtag sad we were celebrating. hashtag what's up hashtag not fair
1: we would play a little game called what's Trav been up to it's Australia's yeah. favourite game we'd go through his Instagram and we'd find happy little stories and we'd, we'd, we'd commentate them on he wouldn't have put them out there yeah if he didn't want two people doing a podcast to shit on them i
0: think i think actually something did happen to Trav, and this is not like a joke or anything but he was assaulted like a few years ago i remember i think it's like maybe seven or eight years ago Mm -hmm. quite badly Mm -hmm. and i remember that affected his form and confidence for a while because he got bashed it's gonna fucking fuck you up for a while
1: maybe he's one of those guys like what you know what we're talking earlier about one of the dudes in the pub who
0: Oh, he would definitely be that. I mean, he's a big bloke and he plays for the most famous footy club Mm. in Australia. Like, I think it would suck. I remember being 19 and drunk and being at a pub and seeing a bunch of Saints players uh, after a loss. And I'm a Saints fan. Mm -hmm. And I was going up as Ozzy Jones and Justin Peckett and a few other guys playing pool at a pub in St. Kilda on a Sunday night. And I I mean, I was half joking, but I was being a dick. Mm. Uh, we went up and I was like, "What are you guys? You guys should be, you know, at home thinking about the loss and blah blah." And Aussie was very, like, patient. Like, "Yeah, thanks, thanks for input, mate. Well, we'll yeah, we'll take it into consideration." <laughs> Holding the pool cue, just like, <laughs> <laughs> just scratching just, his just, face, yeah, just gripping, <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> rubbing his nose. I mean, I wasn't as bad as that. Like, I was clearly joking, uh-huh. but I would have been one of probably fucking ten blokes who'd come up to him at that point. Mm. And I imagine if you're like if you were a Nick Revolt
1: Well now you don't have to go to by chance sitting in the pub.
0: Now you can send them an instant message. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to you don't have to go up to Nick Revolt in a fish and chip shop and hold up your phone with mm. a photo of him naked. Did you ever did you read Nick Revolt's
1: book? Did someone do that?
0: Yeah. Like there was it was around the Saint Kilda schoolgirl time. And, and did he
1: tell Ricky Nixon to fuck off? <laughs>
0: no, he said that he drove down to get some fish and chips with his girlfriend, Catherine wife now and he went into the fish and chip shop these guys followed him down the street yeah. yelling shit out and he ignored them dude and then he was in the fish and chip shop and they found the photo yeah. that went around and stuck it up against the glass oh god and so he was like that's my girlfriend's out here so he yeah. just went out to kind of like tell them to fuck off mm. and that's when all hell broke loose and what there was a blue or just a lot of i yelling think or- he was pulled away yeah okay. before it or they were separated or people bystanders got involved yep. but he's wrote about in the book being like fucking jesus christ like down the street i'm walking down the street i'm trying to get some dinner i'm with my girlfriend yeah. like you know you can understand when you're at the football people can say whatever they want over the fence mm-hmm. having said that within reason within reason yeah like i'm not a fan of that like mm-hmm. i enjoy you know if a player kicks it out of the full mm-hmm. yeah i'll cheer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm not one for like targeting a player for being useless yeah. you know or you're a joke or what are you even doing or question your existence mm-hmm. I mean look there are players who I doubt whether or not they should be playing football but I would never yell it at them
1: so I would tell you the weirdest thing oh, well, you, you were there do you remember that guy we went to Hawthorne St Kilda game <laughs> years ago Dermies
0: only got one hip well there was one that guy
1: yeah that was back in the maybe 90s early 90s yeah, yeah. so there was a guy St Kilda fan banging on the on the what do you call it the fence at Waverley. yeah the, the metal advertising chair. yeah, yeah uh, shouting Dermy's, Dermy's only, only got, got one hip, hip. yeah He'd had, he'd had a big day. <laughs> but do you remember the guy who, whenever someone would line up for goal, the St. Kilda, and he'd say, you know, say, Rewalt, you're going to be on the Steve Wilkie show. Do you remember that? What? Was I with you? Yeah, yeah, we were there. He said, you're going to be on the Steve, Wil- Steve Wilkie show. Uh, and Steve Wilkie is the, I think it was Steve Wilkie, but that, the, the guy he was referring to is the bouncer on Jerry Springer, who had his own show. Right. Which I don't know what he did on the show. He just, I suppose he just... Separated people from fighting. For an hour, yeah. it's like, you stand there, oh, you stand there, and I'll keep you apart. That that's I, I had no cryptic idea. insult. I had no idea what it meant, though. Yeah. No. I had no idea.
0: You're going to be on the Steel Wilkie. Wook- your life's going to fall apart? I'm not really sure. Oh, I mean, Actually,
1: maybe that, yeah.
0: But that still doesn't make any sense. Like, How do you extrapolate from... Your
1: life's going to fall apart so much that the producers of the Steve Wilkie show, you're going to be that good, they're going to say, but we need I- to get him on. I mean, <laughs> and then also it's a football artist, some footballers would be out of take say Wilkie.
0: Like, it's like the it's like the footy fans equivalent of a Dennis Miller joke where it is so niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah And specific. It's like it's no like one can say 17th century nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And an 8th century philosopher <laughs> walk into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh,
1: yeah, a member for the House of Representatives from Virginia in the 30s.
0: I've had to tell off my brother for cheering uh, an opposition's mistakes before. Yeah, it was uh, he. he don't bother cheering points and stuff, do you? He, do- no, I don't. He yeah. did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he may he may have changed his tune. By I'll be now. like
1: relieved, but I'm not going to cheer. But I don't make much noise at the
0: But I think for my brother, like he gets quite emotional, so it's not so much that you know he genuinely wishes ill. Mm. I think he's so wound up that the relief of them not mm. kicking a goal. Mm. is like, yeah, 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 And it comes out like that. But I've had to be like, dude, come on. Like, you know, let's yeah. be sportsmen about this. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you do a bit of booing. Do you do a bit of booing you, when it's you, like... I
0: remember you and your brother having a bit of an issue with Travis Varko for a while. I don't know if you ever yelled anything at him, but you definitely... Travis Varko? Travis Varko? There was a Geelong player. Was it, Tra- was it or Daniel Motlop? Hmm. There was a flighty winger that played for Geelong that I'm sure... You and your brother telling me that like you just thought it was useless. Oh, okay. And you're like, if you've if you've got a Travis Varko, I don't know if it is Travis Varko. Yeah, sure. If sure. you've got you a so-and-so your team, Varko name.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, maybe one particular player. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: even said to me after the '97 Grand Final. Oh, here we go. Uh, as long as you're playing a guy like Jason Daniels, you'll never win a flag.
1: Really, was like, that profound? Yes, I'm wasn't gonna, profound. What, what,
0: and I that, that was in that was within like half an hour of my I'd team heard, losing yeah, a grand I'd, final. I'd
1: heard that from Stan Alps. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't remember that particular. That must have been when we had a, in the Geelong, you know, era of losing to them all the time. The rivalry it must have been someone in that team that kind of riled us up, or maybe someone who maybe won a game. Somehow,
0: yeah. Well, Geelong uh, had a good win on the weekend. They beat the Swans up at the SCG, which just contributes to this idea that they are the hardest team to pick this year. You just never know what they're going to deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, I Have you been following this? There's been a lot of a scuttlebutt about uh, bruise-free Gary, Gary Ablett. Yeah, no, they talk about football. maybe
1: he has a bit of a shoulder problem. Would that be right? Can I
0: just say... When you get to Gary's... I saw some kind of
1: headline. And it said "Saw Point," and I had a picture of Gary kind of pulling his arm in. And I figure, like, well, you got a point on your elbow, and you got a point on your shoulder. Mm. So I figure it's one of them.
0: Right. I didn't. I didn't see that article. I just I think it
1: might have been the Advertiser in Geelong. Advertiser, but, no, it's Adelaide.
0: But don't you think there comes a time in your career, especially the stage he's at, where like shouldn't get hurt like back in the old days if you're a midfielder who'd lost a yard or two you just get thrown in the forward pocket you kick 600 goals that's a thing man yeah you, yeah, you, you
1: do and, he, and that's what they talked about him yeah. You know, maybe doing that in his later years in his yeah. twilight years yeah
0: doing a KB KB style Lee Matthews style well, Lee Matthews unbelievable the number of
1: goals he kicked Um, he topped the goal kick he kicked like 92 or something in a year yeah Uh, so what is it called danger what would
0: that have sounded like when he won the Coleman that year
1: Uh, well it may not have been a Coleman that year (laughs) but if there was he would have gone I think maybe got one retrospectively or maybe even didn't win it because people were kicking 100 back then he would have gone oh oh, look it's just one medal what is that called danger danger wood blip what you know the combination of dangerfield. Oh, so would a wood
0: Dan- danger wood, danger. I don't know what the ablet danger yeah. Woodlet, I guess would be mm. ab. Otherwise, it's ab danger wood. Okay, danger yeah. abs? Can't remember what it is.
1: I believe it starts with danger. It'd be
0: danger woodlet. Danger woodlet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gary should have top billing in that one. Ab ab, Dan- ab danger wood.
1: Or well, maybe their first names.
0: Um, Gary Paddy. <laughs> Gary
1: Paddy. Joel. It'd be like... Go Petty Joel. Paddlery. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's much easier to combine two, benefit all that kind of jazz, yeah. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about Adelaide, this, how do you feel about Adelaide this year?
1: Uh, uh, I actually saw one very funny tweet, which I might tell you, and um, I think I've told two tweet things now, but I got one That's yesterday right. from a guy, and I'll read it out. I was going to save it for junk time, but I'll, I'll read it out in junk time as well. No. Nah.
0: Where well, is uh, a crossover? Why did not you, you read half of it on this and yeah, then the yeah, second yeah, half yeah. on Junk Time?
1: Uh, I thought it was a nice one, though. I'm just getting it up now. Uh, some dude uh, <laughs> has written to us and said, uh, this is kind of in the evening last night, uh, Thai cave soccer coach's first words after being rescued were, we have formally cut ties with Mind Training Company, Collective Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: I thought that was a good one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've talked about it on Junk Time, but... Um, you know, Will and I uh, sort of discussed how this last year Adelaide uh, had the support of a nation, I feel, going into the grand final. But this year they get no favours. There's no love. And it just seems to have fallen apart for them. And I feel bad because a lot of my friends are Adelaide supporters.
1: Support of a nation by the fact we didn't want richmond to win
0: no just in, in the phil walsh angle oh, and of course yeah, the fact yeah. that they're a great team to watch yeah. and you know eddie betts is amazing mm-hmm. and everyone loves tex walker and you know there was a lot to like about them they were the opposite of the crowbots mm-hmm. they were a, an exciting uh, you know a team full of personality but then after that grand final yeah, yeah like all the luster has washed off and all the goodwill has expired and yeah, now yeah. it's like no, no you're just back with the pack now
1: and the um the uh, press conference when they announced they were giving up Collective Mind. Because Adelaide's oh, yeah. all over Collective Mind's website, or at least was. I imagine taking off now.
0: Oh. Jesus but, um, Christ.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Pardon <laughs> me. I apologise for that. Um,
0: Don't cut that out, Mike. I'll leave that in.
1: Uh, but he, uh, uh, the press conference where they, yeah. the the kind of like, did this happen? And they like, uh, yeah. And it's like, how many times? Say
0: (laughs) once, but I'm not telling the truth. I didn't. I mean, what was uh, that? The idea that you would even have a press conference about that? And
1: they talked about bearing it too, like during uh,
0: talk. I mean, it's kind of like if you were Richard Gere, right? And you know that everyone's telling that story about you. You don't have a press conference to say, "Look, that story is not true." And even if it was, you know, it wouldn't.
1: You covered in fur. (laughs) Like,
0: just ignore it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know people are talking about it anyway. You are only going to fan the flames by giving it oxygen.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're going to... Fa-
0: the same amount of oxygen that were given to the flames that burnt your f- the feet of your players when you did that trust exercise. Well,
1: I think they kind of maybe wanted... I think maybe in their idea they wanted to front foot it and take uh, and kind of explain away the weird things, but they were still do- just really weird. And also, they. Yeah. I don't think they ex- they expanded no, truthfully that's the point. on... The
0: real story. You either come completely clean mm. and just like, uh, uh, you know, what's and all, or you just ignore it. Yeah. But you don't do this kind of half thing. It just creates more, more questions. Have
1: you ever done any of those kind of corporate training kind of things? Like, uh, um, you know, how to uh, get your head together? I mean, together as an
0: actor, I've done like sort of like trust exercises mm-hmm. and, you know, like warm-ups and stuff to make yourself more emotionally available. But yep. no... I've never done any, like, leadership camps or... I've had a few
1: like mates who have gone off and done things and they, they are they are really bizarre. Right. Like, it's going kind to of go into the blue corner and talk about your feelings there and then go over in the red corner. And, and these are, like, people who just work in business.
0: Yeah. I think it's more... I mean, I work in a fairly creative field in which people express their emotions quite readily. Yeah, gotcha. I imagine there's more benefit to sort of button down corporate types. Yeah, okay. Um, I yeah. mean... I think that there is some danger to doing it with footballers. Like I always think about the story you tell from um, Dipper's autobiography about when Hawthorne got the hypnotist in mm. and it had a particular effect on Johnny Platton. Do you want to tell everyone uh, what happened? No,
1: it was, it was Johnny Platton's book, The Rat oh, by John it? Platton, fantastic read. The Other Way Around, was uh, it? Yeah, yeah, where he talks about, um, there's a he doesn't add, he'd say they do great porterhouse steaks at the pub he owns. Mm. So come on down. <laughs> but he talks about, yeah, they got the sports psychologist in uh, got the lights off at Glenfrey. Uh He said, imagine you're on a warm beach, the water's <laughs> lapping at your feet. And then Johnny writes, uh, a dipper showed us what he'd been thinking about. He had a huge erection. <laughs> and I'm quite fascinated that the ghost rider
0: put that in. Left that in. I mean, I'd love to see like when him and uh, Johnny are talking about what stays in. John's like, that stays in. I'm putting my foot down. Yeah, yeah. I walk. <laughs> or I walk.
1: <laughs> no rat. No rat for anyone. You're ratless. You're out a rat. Uh, But, um, uh, yeah, I suppose that's the thing uh, that you may sometimes, on some occasions, maybe not deal with the sharpest minds, although um, Kieran Jack picked up an MBA or something just the other day or even today itself. So it was in, um, showing the erection during training. It was
0: four years, very hard work. Um, But, yeah, there are are levels. Uh, So Adelaide failed on the big stage. Uh, The nightmares have returned. What do you feel? What do you feel that does for their their finals aspirations? I I,
1: I don't reckon they can make it now. I don't know they run home, but I'm going to suggest they can't make it now.
0: Rory Sloan re-signed. That's good news. That's
1: pretty massive, man. Five years as well. So there was talk, obviously, with Cyril leaving and I think Vickery money coming into Hawthorne's salary cap. Um, Vickery was on 500,000, which made everybody very happy. (laughs) Um, And so there was talk, oh, you could get Rory Sloan, you could get Tom Lynch. Um, And so I suppose maybe it comes down to five years.
0: Well, the same Saints were apparently in the market for Sloan as well. Because that means he's a a crow forever. Yeah, that's how he stays a crow. But they, they kept bringing up, and I don't know why this is relevant, but as a factor to why he might go to St Kilda, they're like, "Well, he used to support the Saints as a kid."
1: Yeah, sure. And look, I like that.
0: Sure, in the first three years that you're playing AFL, yeah. maybe that loyalty considers it. But when you're 29, yeah, yeah, and don't you think all that stuff's passed you by?
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. If they're offering you, you know, 300 grand, and the other ones offering you 500 grand over five years, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I did. I did love plugger <laughs> I, had friends, I, can, I can let it
0: go. I had friends who switched for from Carlton to Geelong because their cousin played like three reserves games for yeah, Geelong. Sure, like, sure. I mean, I don't think loyalties are, are, are that firmly held, especially when you're getting a, a big paycheck. Not in the modern game, Charlie. Not in the modern it's game. It's all gone. Brisbane Lions, Trounce Carlton. I love, the, I love the Brisbane Lions. I love Chris Fagan, Dennis Pagan. Um, uh, I said to, Gil, uh, to Will last week, he reminds me of Gil from the Simpsons. You know, he's, he's got that kind of sweaty hmm. salesman. He's like, ah, oh, geez, Yeah, yeah. Oh, i got to get a win. i yeah. got to get a win. Ah, oh, jeez. Like, it's almost like he, he gets so kind of uh, flustered during a game. He's fantastic to watch in the coaches box.
1: Well, there was someone I was hearing uh, pump up the, the lines by the fact they got, what, 88.9% and saying that it- – at least they're scoring. So they weren't winning, but
0: yeah, they're not yeah. getting blown away. I reckon they're good. I mean, they've they've got a lot of young players, but I reckon I reckon I mean, I'm much more optimistic about the Lions and the Saints in terms of development in the next three years. I just reckon they've got they've got better players. They've gone back to the draft better than we have. And then Carlton, who I haven't really paid much attention to this year, but it seems like they've just fallen off a cliff.
1: Dude, they have. I, I, I have a lot of fun with it, just by the fact Adam Rosenbach is a Carlton supporter. So when I study them, have a big loss. And like, oh, this would be great. <gasps> That's so right. I mean,
0: it is worth bringing up. You and I discussed this week uh, uh, about doing our annual grand final show, the mm. two guys, one junk day time after the show. Day after the grand final. It's going to be a fairly... Uh, 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 Robuxious. <laughs> it's going to be a fairly like um, uh, melancholy show, isn't it? With a Carlton St. Kilda and Bulldog supporter. You may... I mean, oh, yeah, once cool. again... Yeah. I
1: get to hang shit on all three of you for an hour and a half. <laughs>
0: oh, this is perfect. That's going to be unbearable.
1: They're on one win, okay? Now they're talking about do they do they trade away number one pick yeah. and
0: get in some kind of player. Well, the, the, the scuttlebutt oh, is... Uh, the, 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 the Jungle Drums mm-hmm. uh, are saying that... Uh, Adelaide are very keen on getting this number one draft pick, the speculated number one draft pick as a South Australian.
1: You know why, Adam? Um, so, uh, did you I call me Adam? Adam? you call you Adam. Uh, I would have <laughs> a I should hard. slap you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking a count <laughs> um, It's a super draft.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a super draft. It's a super draft. And St Kilda traded away our second and third round picks <laughs> last year. <laughs> super draft. We've got one first round pick and that is it.
1: And that's the thing though. They would have known it was a super draft. Would they? As of last year.
0: I don't know about that. I mean, when, how, how, how long is the incubation of a super draft? Like, how do you know? How far in advance can you pick a super draft? Uh, well, if you're, if
1: you're a super recruiter <laughs> doing super footy, <laughs>
0: you keep an eye out for a super draft. I mean, that seems ridiculous. I, I think we'll have to... We, I would love to see how we're going to get back into the second and third rounds considering we have no players that anyone's going to want. Yeah, yeah, it can be tricky. It can be tricky.
1: Yeah, I do like, I do like that tactic though. You know, the kind of the tactic well, that's what Hawthorne did. The future picks. Like it brings us... a Well, it can go horribly wrong for you as well, but I do love that, that tactic of like, yeah, we'll get this and we'll get that. Yeah.
0: Speaking of uh, the Saints, the power uh, comfortable winners against us at Adelaide Oval. I like the look of the power said this last week, I'm not against them making top four. I used oh, yeah. to hate Port. Yeah, I could handle that. In the 2000s, they were one of my most loathed teams. I think it was a bit of the Williams factor. When they of, won the flag. Yeah, a bit of the Chad factor. Had the Corns brothers. Corns brothers. Mm, had Treadray
1: doing a car, doing a bow after kicking a goal in that pre-link. The
0: cars. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, um, oh, Treadray doing the, phone, yeah, the yeah, phone call. Yeah, There's a lot to not like. Yeah. But I think since they hit rock bottom and bounced back... They're are a much more they're a much more appealing team. It's goshy for you. They've isn't got it? a new Chad. They they got a better Chad. Yeah, yeah. I like the new Chad.
1: Yeah, no, they're are the wing guards of the of the world. And
0: Paddy Ryder too. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like it's a bit like that Melbourne thing where it's like oh if you, individually you like all the players and collectively you like them. Melbourne I individually like the players but collectively hate the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I can't explain it.
1: It's really interesting. Hate it's a very strong no, word for Melbourne. You know
0: what? I actually don't hate Melbourne. I just don't like them. I intensely dislike. No, oh, I don't hate them. It's weird. Oh, it's hard to... You're done with them. I'm done with them. Mm. I think I'm sick of them. I'm actually, it might be jealousy. It might, that's what it might be. Yeah. Because we've been on the same trajectory for a rebuild. They've been from a lot longer than us. But, you know, we were meant to be the two teams pushing into the finals and... Sure, sure. As it turns out, we've we've had a disaster. They've year. blossomed.
1: They're the bell of the ball. Not really. Everybody's
0: looking at them. Not they not. No, not <laughs> You're not. the wallflower. Not really. <laughs> uh... On Sunday, my favourite afro in the AFL, Ben Brown. Dominated. Oh, yep, yep. How, mu- how much do you like Ben Brown? He seems like a likeable fellow. he? does he. seem
1: like fun, yeah. So he looks like he's pretty certain to win the Coleman this year. Easy. Which is a bit different. He's it was- got a very
0: upright kicking style. Have you noticed that?
1: Yeah, he's a very tall man. Yeah. He's got a lot to do. Yeah. Um, isn't it interesting, though, how the Coleman figures are just, yeah, they're okay these days, you know? You look back in the 90s, and oh, like, uh, I'm not saying anything Mate, new, you but- and
0: I... Back in when we supported our teams, yeah. bloody one hundred and thirty. If you didn't get one hundred and thirty a year, what are you doing?
1: And you think about the players, uh, the full backs of that time. Yeah. They had a different, fantastic full forward every week that they yeah. had to play on. Yeah, They'd be like oh god, can't I just have a week off. Can't I just play on Jason Danish for a week.
0: Did you hear uh, what Nathan Jones? So uh, the players took over Fox Footy this week. Yeah,
1: yeah, player takeover. Taylor Harris and yeah. uh, Clayton Oliver doing it on a Sunday on the test. Nathan
0: Jones came. <laughs> Nathan Jones came out and said, uh, "Look." You know, as a footballer, I, I love playing the game, but as a spectator, um, it's turning me off a little bit.
1: That's right. Yeah, he did a bit of a long piece on it.
0: I mean, that does still a, f- a little, still yeah, a little Yeah, Shakespeare. He grabbed a skull. Yeah, <laughs> he got I the said, skull of Jack Dyer. He
1: said, "Look, I'm just a simple man <laughs> with, a, with a a lower back tattoo of my own name."
0: Does he have his own name he on has his Jones
1: back? As, as a kind of tram stamp kind of area? Oh, really? Mm.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's a fairly unique name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, he was saying that he doesn't... I, I, look, I've been very... I was away for the first 12 rounds of the year. I didn't watch a lot of football. Of course, yeah. I haven't seen the shit fight that everyone is saying football is these days. It, I mean, to my eyes, it doesn't look any different. Maybe I, the changes happen so gradually, I just haven't picked it.
1: I don't buy on it too much. And, I mean, they talk about, oh, the look of the game. Coaches are 99% win. and 1% look of the game. They might shoot their mouth off a little bit and be, oh, yeah, look, we've got to, you know, consider the look at game. But every coach is going to walk away, want to walk away a three-time premiership player, not a person who made the game look better.
0: Have they discussed...
1: And then it's just a thing, the AFL make a rule and the coaches will find a way to adapt that rule. Yeah, and then they'll... They'll make another rule.
0: Have they Have they discussed... And I haven't read many of the articles around this, but... Throwing the ball? Well, no. The idea that we have too many teams and we're do- diluting the talent pool... Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that has to be a factor, right? Yeah, like yeah. And also, if they're wondering why people aren't going to as many games or watching as much, it's because there's so much fucking choice. Like... Of the games that we uh we have talked about, I watched a quarter of the Swans and the Cats, I watched half of Richmond, and Adelaide, didn't see any of the Lions, uh, watched a quarter of St Kilda Port, didn't see any of Hawks, didn't see any of Melbourne, saw one quarter of North, saw half of Essendon and Collingwood, didn't see anything of the Eagles and the Giants. Because it's too fucking much. Oh, that's a big commitment. I don't don't think the AFL expects you to watch
1: all of that stuff. But I I mean I definitely <laughs> My living arrangements were different, so I had a living room with the TV in it, you know, back in Melbourne, so I would have it on. So I would be mm. across most games, I reckon, just have it on in the background.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, while, you know, just while I'm painting and the like.
0: When you are in Melbourne, how often did you go? Uh, I would go to...
1: Uh, if Hawthorne played, in say, in Melbourne 15 times, I'd probably go to 12 of them. Yeah. And... I think most of the times where I'd miss a Hawthorne thing would be doing a stand up gig just at night so I mm. can't go. I
0: think the last time, I haven't lived in Melbourne for almost, well, since 2009. And that was when our, we were, that was our good era. So I reckon I probably, yeah, about the same, probably about 10 to 12 games mm. a year.
1: It is very convenient. You just, gonna flick it onto Foxdale or if you're doing something else, and you can watch it on your phone you know outside of your home
0: oh I wouldn't miss a game hmm. I wouldn't miss a game in fact probably even in the last couple of years I, I haven't missed I'll always watch a Saints game mm-hmm. but this year I'm just like Ugh.
1: I don't get too fussed about the look of the game but also my dad talks about you know back in the Back in the day. Yeah. so it was fucking awful. He said it was yeah, horrible. Really? He said before they introduced a 15-meter penalty, he said someone would mark it, someone would rip it out of their hands, so they throw it away. <laughs> you get thrown back to him, he'd kick it down the other end. Yeah, someone would mark it, he'd yeah. throw it away. And then they went, oh yeah, we should probably um, do something to stop this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when did that come in, that rule? That's
1: a good question. And also the mud heaps they were playing on.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, I'm, look, it's not very romantic to say, but I was glad when they nationalized uh the vfl and they got away from suburban grounds like
1: socialized i think you find the way <laughs>
0: what do you mean socialized yeah
1: fucking man spread it out <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I talk about you know i didn't like oh, the idea of uh, leaving waverley mm. but if i was in living in melbourne now from where i lived you know in the suburb i lived then uh, just when i left um i'd be cursing Waverly if i had to go there
0: well we i remember when we moved from moorabbin to waverley every saints member like chuck the shits and like my brother I, I mean it was because I was a bayside kid mm. and so Moorabbin was the closest of the VFL AFL grounds and it was a you know it was a thing to sort of catch the train there and all that kind of stuff but I could recognize even as a kid going to uh, Waverley mm. that we're now on the big stage like you know we've got a con- all the teams have to con- uh, there there's to be conglomerate grounds where we all go and play you want to be with the big boys, mm. and I was always a fan of Eddie Hat. As soon as the Saints went to Eddie Hat, just in terms of a venue to watch football, mm. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, you got TVs in your seats.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I find it interesting that the, the hatred for Eddie Hat from some areas, the idea of knock it down and build it again. I, I mean, knock it down, maybe if you're gonna if you're gonna make a ridiculous amount of money from it. Yeah, but the idea that it's old or anything, I don't feel that
0: well those TVs are ridiculous now like when you look you could look at your phone and you're getting like you know 1080p you look at those little TVs you get in your seats at Etihad and it's like looking at a Nokia 5110
1: uh, no, none of that meant anything to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry too much, te- too much technical jargon Nerdlinger. did you see any of the, uh, uh, the non Anzac Day clash which one was that Essendon and Collingwood
1: oh gotcha yes of course uh, no I didn't but that seemed pretty tight
0: it was. It was a really good game. And it looked like Essendon were all over them for a while. And I was like, oh, this is good. This mm. this is this is. I mean, it's kind of like Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we both lose, right? Yeah, <laughs> Colin
1: would have snuck up on me, man, this year. Yeah, they snuck up second. on everyone. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? I mean, I remember... A
0: relaxed, that, calm Nathan Buckley growing uh, a beard, cutting the beard off. Having a bit of fun. Tweeting jokes. Yeah, dude. I'm not into it.
1: Um, but the, the idea that they are one and two, the idea that they could possibly play in a final for the first time in a long, long time
0: is... Mm. I mean, we, it's, it's a weird. nightmare. It's weird because we made so much fun of Nathan Buckley last mm. year. Like, I think we even had a pool on like whether or not he got sacked.
1: Yeah. Dude, they were talking about after round one. They are like, oh, the, the jungle, jungle drums. drums yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. looking at it. They're going, oh, look, mate. Look at his figure. If he goes, you know, all on four, could be curtains for Nathan. Yeah. no. Uh,
0: you know who you've got to blame? It's probably Luke Darcy. Because Bucks went to Luke Darcy's wellness retreat in Bali did a meditation course Came back all zen
1: Came back a fresh New Nathan Buckley Yeah
0: got rid of the top ten list The top five lists Came
1: back a lovable Hilarious Nathan Buckley That we've known, for, yeah. known Was
0: inside <laughs> I Isn't mean it? I've always liked Nathan Buckley I mean he is A perfectionist Yeah You can tell he's got That quality to him But I always When he was a media commentator I always quite liked him
1: Yeah yeah You know he was insightful then You Would do that for maybe the tonight, players. or, a year or two? Apparently
0: The players love him Yeah They just love him <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a, it's going to be a massive thing if they ever need to get rid of Nathan Buckley. and that I mean, if Eddie would have had to make the call maybe at the end of last year, because mm. it was obviously Eddie's baby, then you kind of go to say, Eddie have to go as well. Do you lose the coach and the president at the same time? Yeah. If it hasn't worked out.
0: Yeah, well, it seems like... But you now it has. Well, you, well
1: oh. at this stage.
0: Oh, it's good to see something working out for Eddie McGuire for once, isn't <laughs> it? Ha, ha,
1: ha. But to think that Colliewood could possibly still drop out of the eight is a magical, enticing thing to think
0: about. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's great to think about. They've got so many good players. It really makes you sick. Uh, and then the last game was the Eagles and the Giants, uh, which the Eagles won. I mean, that was also a very good game. It's good. I'm, I'm okay to get on board the Giants now. Uh, now that they've, they've, they've sort of done their time of being a bit shit and people questioning them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I'd be okay with them... I don't know. I don't want to see him win a flag, but I'd like to see him, you know, make top four and scare a few teams. I'd love to see him beat like Collingwood in a final. That'd be all right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've, I like the Giants. I like the Giants. I like their, I like their players. Yeah. The ones they get in the field. But I do like the players, yeah. And I, I wouldn't have had a problem with them winning anything, particularly last year. Or maybe, I'm trying to think back, I would have quite enjoyed a Giants premiership. Because so I think they played a nice brand of football.
0: Uh, Callum Ward, too, is just an awesome footballer. Hmm. Like, I was watching him on the weekend. He looks like he's lost a bunch of weight. You know, he used to be a bit of a battle axe, but now he's just super lithe. It's like he's gone on a vegan diet or something. Yeah, and
1: it's horrible. Like People like John Patton going off and doing another, another knee. Like, that's the third in, let me think. What was that, 2012 that he came in? That's, that's pretty quick to do, three knees. Well, <laughs> you don't want to do three at all. I don't What's want.
0: your take on uh, um, Rory Lobb's three-quarter sleeves?
1: Uh, I imagine it's a full-size jumper and he's so big they actually just look like three clothes.
0: No, corners. that's not what's going on <laughs> because it fits his torso. <laughs> he's either getting them cut or he's tucking them.
1: Or he could have one of those conditions, you know where you have really long arms. You have longer arms, you <laughs> kind of you have, you have, No, a bit that, different. that is you not a condition. One, yeah, no, actually, I actually read about it yesterday. You have like kind of long fingers and the like. And it's not it's not like all over your body, but just a bit out of you're a
0: bit out of whack. That sounds completely. I'm made gonna up. go with that.
1: that Laura, um, <laughs> Laura Love is deformed. Love, <laughs> Love should be in some If he was in nineteen twenties he'd be in a freak show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the be greater in a The greater Western Sydney <laughs> <Yeah>. freaks. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to some mail. Just a couple of letters here this we mail. week. We get mail. mail. We I get love, mail. I love saying that on my mail. My mail is used. Generally, um, we get a lot of correspondence about socks because um, yes, we're quite obviously. fascinated with laundry on this show. But I'll I'll save those uh, for when Will gets back and then we'll go to another cor- some other correspondence. This yeah. is from Claire Morgan. Hi, Will and Charlie. A couple of episodes ago, you were talking about a possible new recruitment method for teams, recruiting on the basis of a player's hairstyle. I've had a theory about footy players and hairstyles for some time, and I thought I'd outline it here to see what you guys think. My theory is that a player who has a distinctive or signature hairstyle will lose all their power once their hair is cut. Uh Evidence. Chance Bateman, Daisy Thomas, Ivan Marrick, actually had to retire due to such a loss of power following his mullet being cut. Luke Dalhouse, more of a slow decline. Sorry, Will. And Tex Walker, who really hasn't played the same since the mullet and the mow were banished. Yeah, true. Cross-code sporting evidence. George Smith, former Wallaby, was never the same after cutting his amazing dreads. Mm -hmm. So I think your recruitment strategy is solid, but only if there is a clause in the contract preventing the player from cutting their hair. Love the show and love your other podcast too. Cheers, Claire. What's your take? What's your hot take, Michael? I mean, if you look at early photos of Josh Michael, Gibson... Michael... I mean, we don't have Caro's arrow. It's uh, Michael's recycle. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, well, it's Michael's mail today. It's Michael's, Michael's mail. mail. Yeah. If you look at early photos of Josh Gibson, he's unrecognizable. He's really? He's big fro. Yeah. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then... Because uh, it did come up earlier this year when people were jumping on Essendon and until they got rid of Mark Neill. I mean, that was a big change. So it changed everything. Because mm. uh, you know how players really, they just they just lift when the assistant coach gets yeah. fired. Um, but they uh, talked about Dyson Heppel cutting mm. his hair. And there were people kind of saying, no, and I hate this thing. You've got to look like a footballer.
0: No oh, yeah. Just the idea that... Mark you know, Fine went on a bit of a tear on this last uh, week. Mark fine, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's unusual for Find It or Lose It over something completely <laughs> insignificant. But he went on a, funnily enough, he went on a tear on Rory Lobb. Yeah, sure. He was okay. like, if Rory Lobb wants his, with all his tattoos and his cool hairstyle and his three quarters, maybe he should concentrate on playing footy, mate. Oh, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I hated that thing. You pull up your socks, look like a footballer. No, yeah. I like my socks down. Shut up. Yeah. Dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I... I I think... Did Chance uh, Bateman... Was I Chance Bateman a better footballer with, when he had his dreads?
1: Uh, let me think. He still had the dreads to, to about... Uh, I think he had the dreads still in 08. And then I think his final year would have been... Uh, his final year might have been 12, I think. Mm. Uh, it was. But also, maybe their hair can't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, sometimes you cut it when you just want to cover up that
0: <clears throat> spot. When Sam, Fish, uh, Sam Chips Fisher was playing for St Kilda he was always the most stylish of the haircuts. Like when he started in 2005, he had frosted blonde tips mm. and towards the end of his career, I noticed he got quite a slick sort of hipster, like very short back and sides but really long comb over on top, almost like the brill cream comb yeah. over on top. And I remember going, that's a lot of prep for your hair, knowing that you're going to run around for two hours mm. and sweat and shake and mm. it's all going to come flopping out. Like that I can understand as being an issue. Like, I mean... If you, if it's part of your prep, maybe it's how you zone in for the game. Is I'm going to spend like half an hour in front of the mirror, combing, blow drying, bill creaming my hair. Maybe that's the way you just don't, you know, you sort of de stress before a game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was Revolt a dyer of the hair?
0: No, he's like, he's, just, an he's just a natural blonde. Yeah. I mean, he had some pretty
1: a bit earlier on, maybe like younger. He, years, he, he was a, he was a
0: bit of a metrosexual mm-hmm. when him him and Dal definitely indulged in some like fashionable haircuts whatever was the go he had the yep. faux hawk for a while mm. he had some feathered tips and things but yeah all natural color yeah mind you okay but the style my brother has a photo of nick revolt he went to an open day and got a photo with his son and it's nick it probably would have been like 2002 well, so maybe y-
1: your brother just got a photo with his son just went on an open day it's like no excellent. no no let's get a photo just <laughs> no, <laughs> not with nick Revolt. just he or me a Mob <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs>
0: his son. My my nephew yeah, got a photo of sure. Nick Revolt. Or
1: did he get did he get a photo with Nick Revolt's son?
0: No, he took a photo <laughs> of his son with Nick Revolt. But it would have been like two thousand and nine. And so Nick Revolt is sporting this like it's kind of like a faux hawk mullet and he's wearing these wrapper around like petrol coloured shades that look like they're from the year twenty forty.
1: Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, football is um well. A lot of their fashion brands are very... Uh, fashion mm, forward? Yeah, yeah. they're kind of. Oh, they're, I'm kind of too old for that kind of stuff now to wear that stuff. You could probably pull it off.
0: What? The, the Some of the cool.
1: Nina Pasadena's of this stuff. What's a Nina Pasadena?
0: It's Buddy's Buddy's T-shirt company. Oh, yeah. I'm company. fascinated by uh, footballer T-shirt companies. Yeah, they like all money. have one. Yeah, all to, yeah, mate. Easily. Do you remember when footballers all bought smoothie shops? for a while there smoothie shops yeah they'd all have like a boost juice or whatever like every one of them would buy like a franchise I wasn't
1: aware of that I mean the only franchise I kind of think of is um Sablaki Hut
0: oh yeah Kuda. Cuda. well wasn't there rumour about Peter Bell when he went to Fremantle they gave him a McDonald's
1: yeah yeah that's right yeah of course yeah gave him McDonald's yeah <laughs> uh,
0: next letter is from Sarah Spellings do you give their full name well, yeah, unless they ask for... It. Well, we, sometimes we get some anonymous whispers from the West, mm. and so we keep them confidential because they're, it's from the... Yeah. It's I, a rumour file. just
1: going to do the first name.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Well, then how... Yeah, all right. Have I, should, have I been doing something no, wrong? No, you've been doing it wrong forever. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, just do, I, I just do the first name. I figure people don't need their whole name out there.
0: Okay. I apologise. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> let's call him Ms. S.
1: Like, we got an email a bit ago, and it was from Bono. Well, A. Bono. Yeah, well. And I was like, well. How many are there? i was trying to think of like a really unique name. but kind of fucked it up. Okay. We've sort of, we got a name from, from Hull. Sure. <laughs> 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 I called him Jake the Snake. but we didn't give the full name.
0: Sarah says, Hi, uh, I've recently been introduced to AFL via my boyfriend, who's a lifelong Swans fan. To be honest, I wasn't super interested in the sport until he told me about two things. Number one, the don't argue Mm -hmm. and number two the fact that each team has an old-timey theme song incredible Mm. why doesn't every sports team ever have one absolutely incredible anyways i decided that i'd choose a team to support by the songs and i chose richmond for obvious reasons how can you go past it yellow and black Mm. however donald the boyfriend in question accuses me of jumping on the bandwagon which is impossible because i chose it based off a song that long outlasts Richmond's winning streak. I follow them on Instagram now and have fallen more in love with them because of Trent Cotchen's gravity-defying hair. I mean, that's one dude who doesn't move with fashions. Trent Cotchen's hair. It's a bit like Rob Harvey's hair. It stays the same. He picked a hairstyle Season and he liked in, it. Just cuts. But it's not... $15, that's it.
1: But it's not aged. It's not... Like Rob Harvey, yeah, he kind of kept that helmet look yeah. for a long time. But I wouldn't say Trent's hair is unfashionable.
0: Well... It's... Yeah, I would. I mean, it's just hair. Like, yeah. Rob Harvey's is probably daggier, but Trent Cochin's hair is like... It's a just-cuts haircut. It's his standard 15 buck. You know... It's the kind man. Of, He's got a lot of stuff to it's do. It's the kind of haircut you get in a shopping centre. You walk in, get your hair cut in 20 minutes and get yeah, out again. Yeah,
1: sure. You tip, the bar, bar, um, you, tip, you tip the barber if they're quick.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, I, uh, I follow them on Instagram now. I fall in love because of Trent Cotchin's gravity-defying hair. But... I'm hesitant to make my commitment official because I feel like I need another metric besides just the song. Football ability is obviously not consideration. Yeah,
1: Premiership, best best song, 100,000 members.
0: (laughs) Something that will stay true no matter whether they win or lose. So, I was watching the Instagram stories when I found it. I want to support the team that hugs the most. (laughs) The best part of sports is the hugging and the friendly camaraderie. Could you please help me find this team? any team but Frio because their song is terrible and I will not allow it. S- well, Sincerely, someone who wishes they were from Tigerland. Oh, also, I'm an American, which is why I've never heard of AFL. Thank yeah. you, Miss S. Yeah, terrific. Well, there was in.
1: that incident recently where the Tigers player... A- Went and hurt their ankle. Yeah, yeah. Rest, Conker on thing on the, the, on the little trolley. Trolley, and yeah. then all the team went over and kissed him and shit. Gave him a bit of a pat. Yeah, I don't think I've well, seen that before. The whole well, team. Well, I was going
0: to say it's exactly what I was going to say. Is if you want a team that hugs the most, they, no team ah, seems to be better friends than Richmond at the hands. moment.
1: They're pretty handsy, I think. They yeah. love each other. Yeah,
0: like these guys absolutely love each other. In fact. It made me look at my own team and go, "Why don't you guys hug more?" Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's run, like run out holding hands.
0: It's like when you're on a date, like you've been in a long-term relationship and you go on a date with a couple who or loved are loved up, who are yeah, loved up, they're all
1: touching each other, and yeah. you get home
0: and you're like, "Why don't you look at me like that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Why does my team hug and kiss each other?" <laughs> like when Dylan Robin had his heart scare on the field, how come they didn't all run over and kiss him?
1: How come when my your team aren't you know eating lunch at the training venue, why don't they feed each other the food <laughs> off the fork? Yeah. I want to see. Oh, try this. You would love this. I want to see
0: Jack Noons and Jay Gresham eating a bit of spaghetti <laughs> and like Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, Miss S, I think you can go ahead and just stay with Richmond. In fact, fuck, I wish I was you. I wish I could be, because I reckon they've got another couple of flags in them. So you've jumped on at the right time and tell Donald to pull his bloody head in. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was going to say, break hey, up with him. Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> no, What did say Break that. up with him, burn his clothes. All right, let's uh, look ahead to next week and then I'll let you go. You've been very generous uh, sitting in, Mike. We thank you for your, for your time and good luck to your family. Uh, okay, on Thursday, the uh, Crows are taking on the Cats at Adelaide Oval. What's your vibe on this?
1: Oh, uh, yes, a uh, tip's now. Yeah. I really like Thursday night football. Do you? Yeah, I really do like it. I like Thursday night football. Uh, I think I like it more by the fact my team, I don't have to go and see it. Right. I'd have to finish work and then go off to a football game afterwards, which is still essentially a work day the next day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I do enjoy watching. They've played a couple, interstate and the like. Yeah. Wait a second. No, you've gone on, have you?
0: Hey.
1: Adelaide and Geelong. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Um, I was on the wrong thing. Uh, gee, that's pretty tight, this one.
0: Yeah. Well, Cats coming off a big win in Sydney, traveling mm. all the way to Adelaide. Crow's get- failing on the big stage. Tex Walker, bumbling and stumbling in the goal square. They played that highlight again and again. I'm going to... Did you see that? You know how the AFL do the top 10 plays of the week? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that the number two play was Tex Walker fumbling Fucking in the up. goal square? Yeah, <laughs> It's like... That's he a... fucked up with precision yeah, It was so harsh. It was beautiful
1: stuff. Uh, fucked up on the wrong foot. Uh, I'm going to go Adelaide by a goal.
0: Uh, hmm. I'm looking at the win-loss ratio. Adelaide, loss, 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 win, loss. Cats win win loss loss win. Fuck man. Alright, I'm gonna go cats just to make it interesting.
1: And, and and I think was it was it Chris Scott earlier this year or his brother? But just to the Adelaide fans out there, for your own for your own good,
0: don't do not antagonise the no, Scott not. Brother. No, mate, they are scary. I've seen you've seen what they've done to a guy with a broken collarbone. What do you think they'll do to you?
1: As a quote from a friend from one of the Scott Brothers, I don't know which one, but a friend of mine knew knew them yeah. for a long time. And he said, uh, I'm not frightened of anything at all. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they, one of them said, "The only thing, only person I was frightened
0: of was Leigh Matthews." All right. Mm. Friday night blockbuster: the Blues take on the Saints, fifteenth versus eighteenth.
1: I'm sure the AFL was loving this, uh, loving this, putting Carlton on Friday night seventeen times this year. Uh, I'm going to go Saints.
0: Yeah, go Saints. I think the Saints should win this. Uh, Paddy McCartan out with a hurt foot for three weeks. Dude can't catch a break. Can't catch a break or a football on Saturday. <laughs> No, that's harsh. But he's been very good the last three weeks. Yeah, for sure. But he's yeah. injury prone.
1: No, I mean, he had a very unfortunate time. He's the new cozy. Hawks on and the Lions are down at University of Tasmania Stadium. Yeah, I'm going to go with on that because uh, Tasmania is a fortress. Charlie, has it been? You had have you had a loss there this year? Uh, probably. Uh, North Melbourne. Uh, was that there? I think that might have been. At oh EDF. no,
0: that may well. Oh.
1: Uh, but but having said that, we it was a fortress. You so.
0: know what? I'm bloody bullish on the Lions. I love them. I'm, I'm all around them.
1: Well, him. they beat us by about 50 points in um, Queensland
0: earlier this I year. I know, you had a bloody egg on your face. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to it's get... It's going to be good to just smash up, OG. <laughs> I'm going to get around them. Get around them. Uh, I'm picking the Lions in that match. Uh, later in the day, the Demons take on the Bulldogs mm. at, uh, is MCG? at MCG. Wide open space at the MCG. It kind of feels like Look, Melbourne had their uh, dummy match against Frio. They got tuned up. Bulldogs had a harsh loss against you, but I get the feeling, maybe it's just my my belief in disappointing, but I feel like the doggie's going to get up. Mm-hmm. Sixth versus 14th. Well, you're wrong. Melbourne are going to win. Okay. On Saturday night, Everyone's favourite team. The Gold Coast Suns take on the Bombers.
1: Yeah, okay. Interesting. A uh, question without noticed There was a, some kind of journal, I think, and they were saying, they were criticising Stewie Jew for carrying a bit around the waist. Mm. And they were saying, would that have an effect on the players, that like the <laughs> coach is presenting himself in that kind of condition? Is it
0: like well, training because they go to the Marine 50 <laughs> <do. laughs> It's like they can't car blow.
1: I'm trying. I wonder. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's when he comes, come, brings him into the office, have a chat, smells of, like, you know, onion rings.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is it, but I mean. Is uh, it,
1: maybe that was posing the question.
0: Is it demoralizing to have a coach who's out of shape?
1: I, I, don't, I don't think so. And he's, I don't not, think he's, so. Not,
0: he's not enormous. But he's fat fit.
1: Yeah, I reckon. I reckon, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, he could still run a lap.
0: I mean, even when he won. Even though he, it might be a lap gran- he runs around himself. with <laughs> The lap band surgery. <laughs> If when, you, uh, when, that, when he won that grand final for you in 2008, he was big then.
1: Yeah, he was a big guy then, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. always been big. He's a big fellow. Leave him alone. Uh, and the other game on Saturday night is the Giants taking on the Tigers. This which is pretty fun down yeah. at Spotless. <coughs> so I didn't realise, but the Giants dropped out. They're on a six-game winning streak until that loss against the Eagles. So uh, this is a big, big game for them.
1: They beat Hawthorne a fortnight. They're a very good team. Yeah. Very good team to do that. I mean, how how
0: can you tip against the Tigers though?
1: That's actually, that's that's my match of the round.
0: Yeah, I'm, all right. I'm going to uh, I'm going to tip the Tigers in that game.
1: I'm going to go Giants just to be
0: different. Okay. On Sunday, the first game of uh, the afternoon is the mighty Magpies taking on the Eagles. I'm going to call battle this the my birds. Match of the round. Second and, <laughs> second, second and third. Second and third. You should call this match <laughs> of the round. <laughs> that's going to be cool. Uh, uh, pies win that, I think. I'll bloody yeah, eat, p- eat them alive. Pies in Melbourne, yeah. Eat them alive. Uh, the Tigers... Oh, Tigers, the Kangaroos take on the Swans at Etihad Stadium. Um, that's a That could be a good game as well, really. It's Ninth a- versus fifth. I'm going to pick North Melbourne, and that's my luck of the week. Terrific. I'm going to go North as well. Okay.
1: Are you frightened junior, Charlie?
0: Yeah, his hearing's not great. something he's very bad sounds. I'm sorry, mate. Almost done. Almost done. And the last game is the Dockers taking on the Power... The, na- the game that stops a nation, the two best teams in Australia, the Power and the mighty Frio Dockers. That stadium looks pretty cool though, doesn't it? I do want to get over there for a game. Oh yeah, definitely. I'd love to go to... I mean, have you you never went to Subiaco, did you? No. It was a terrible stadium. Great ground, like the ground itself, mm-hmm. but the facilities, they didn't even have an ATM machine. If you wanted to take money out... Not an ATM. You had to go like three levels down. It's like take, a monster. Yeah, I know. And the toilets were really oddly positioned as yeah, well. Yeah, I
1: can understand that, yeah.
0: What do you mean? You understand the toilets been oddly positioned?
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know how much attention people pay to toilets. What? I mean, if <laughs> you're creating
0: like a venue, I think it's the one of the first things you should pay attention to is no, like no, where no, you I'd place focus the I'd focus on the ATMs
1: first. Yeah,
0: ATMs. Well, that's fucking... It's, mate, money flows like bloody water in WA. You'd reckon mm. they'd have at ATMs everywhere. Yeah, sure. They're piercing they over not, there. I mean, they're an iron ore machine <laughs> just churning through... <laughs> Through rocks. he a guy drilling in the full pocket. <laughs> the only person drilling was JJK <laughs> drilling the bloody sausage rolls. Huh. Um, okay, that's it. Uh, thank you very much for tuning into Two Guys, One Junk Time. Um, we'll find someone else to sit in for Will next week. I, I believe he's going to be away for one more week. Uh, you can find uh, Junk Time on iTunes and... Where else?
1: I don't know. Type junk time. AFL podcast. Who hosts you?
0: We're Wooshka. Oh, Wushka, you're on Wushka, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Type in Wushka and junk time. That would work.
0: Yeah, and uh, you heard it here first. Breaking story. We kind of like brushed over it a bit, but we are we are going to do another grand final show. We haven't discussed it with our respective partners, but I believe we uh, we we want to make it an annual thing.
1: Failing that, we'll get a few people into this place, and just, do it, just my, you and me. My house. Yeah. <laughs> you invite so a few people
0: is. over. Yeah. Get Richard Di Natale back. Guys,
1: make yourself comfortable. Yeah. We're going to talk about the grand final
0: <laughs> that, that we didn't see or go to. I think Will and I talked when we talked about Jack Higgins last week. We said he would be our dream guest. If we do end up doing a grand final show... Mm-hmm and somehow we can engineer it to get Jack Higgins in we want to get Jack Higgins on to do a tight five minute set give him a spotlight awesome a brick wall background mm. just let him like, just let him riff would we write that for him or no no, no yeah. of course not no way we're yeah. not writing it for him mm. he writes his own material I believe yeah of course Yeah, he's was got it, a it, team it, of writers was it
1: half time he does it or three quarter time I'm
0: not sure I was unaware of this I didn't even know that Will was the one who informed it's
1: me it's only been found out a few weeks ago yeah. yeah
0: yeah so we want to get that's the goal if anyone knows Jack Higgins mm-hmm. if anyone can get word to Jack Higgins, mm-hmm. look, I I understand if they win the grand final, he's probably got lots of parties to go to. He's probably got to, got to get arrested at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got other things to do. But look, if for some reason Richmond don't make the finals or he doesn't make the team then maybe, maybe we can get Jack Higgins. That's our grand final wish. Mm. Uh, You can support our show by going to patreon.com forward slash TOEFOP. You can find this and many other podcasts at toefop.com and you can also get our Facebook page if you want us to send us a message or a whisper from the West.
1: Send you a message, sounds menacing. Uh,
0: Send us some correspondence.
1: Sounds like you get a menacing message from a whisper from the West (laughs) too. Uh,
0: um, If you want to get in contact with us, go to our (laughs) Facebook page and... Send us a message. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have a traditional uh, sign-off where I say uh, play on not 15 and, and Will says ball. I will let you pick your own favourite football, bit of football terminology that you can sign off with, mm-hmm. Michael. So, I'll, I'll, I'll count you in. So, I'll say play on not 15. Free kick Hawthorne.
1: <laughs> we are Two Guys, One card.